Good morning, everyone. It's good to see you here in the house of the Lord today. Hope and pray that you've had a good week and realize how good and uh, the good Lord is to us and we're able to be in his house. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful for that because last year uh, at this time we wasn't uh, we wasn't in church. And so today we're in church. So that's enough right there to be thankful for today. And let's just continue to remember one another. And I pray that we uh, know we have some more that will be coming in shortly. And we've got some by Facebook, some listening in the cars on radio. So welcome everyone here to the house of the Lord. Also remember our live at 7 this coming Wednesday night at 7. On April the 7th, uh, the first Wednesday night in April, we'll start back in-house on Wednesday night. So those that want to come uh, be in part, uh, be the same way as Sunday morning right now. Uh, so you can sit in the car, you can come in or watch it by Facebook. So just remember that. Also, Brother brother Ruben Kaysen will be with us. Our promotional director will be with us next Sunday morning at 1030. We'll be receiving an offering today once again. And everything that we get this month is going to him. Uh, and there's also the Billy Bucks uh, bu uh, bucket out there. As you come in, if you'd like to put any uh, the dollars that have B's on them or C's uh, for Kaysen, or if you want to just drop money in there, it doesn't matter on that so just uh remember that today he'll be coming we'll be receiving two offerings once again first one will be ties and offerings second one will be for our uh, for our promotional promotional department and he does a lot so just remember that and also pray for us next saturday we got our annual association meeting uh, it's for preachers and deacons only uh, due to the COVID right now everybody's coming in from different areas uh, so just uh, remember, we haven't conducted no business in about a year, over a year. So just pray uh, that God would just be with us and everything will go smoothly uh, there. And also remember today's service. And also remember uh, Lisa Sizemore's family. Her, fa her father passed away this morning. Uh, so just remember them today as we pray. Also Ellen Miller, she came through her surgery well. And she's still in the hospital uh, so remember her, Brother Everett, uh, remember him today. Uh, they've got the fluid off, but his heart's uh, just really uh, weak from where it's worked so hard. And uh, so he's in the good Lord's hands. So just remember him and Sister Marie today. Also, Sister Teresa, pray for her. She is at home. Pray for her healing. Uh, Philip Walker, remember him today. Brother Ed said he got released from the doctor with his foot. So thank the good Lord for that. Pray for Sister Barbara. Pray for Tammy Rich and her mother. Also, Deanna Hughes and Sister Janice Moore. Remember her. Uh, Glory, Jean, and Jerry. Good to see them able to be here with us again today. Let's remember them as we pray. Uh, Miss Kidd, I haven't been able to talk to her since Wednesday, but she was doing better Wednesday. So just remember her as we pray today. I don't. I'm not sure if she's still in the hospital or if she's at home. So remember her today. Also pray for Carolyn and also uh, Michelle, the shut-ins, the sick, those on Facebook, those that have gotten slack, our country, our leaders, our churches, and the special request that's been brought to us today. I do desire your prayers today. God knows my needs, so just remember us today. Does anyone else have a request on their heart? By uplift of hand, pray for Sister Shirley. She's at home. And pray for her today that she'll continue to heal and be get stronger in the Lord. And just thank the good Lord she was able to get to the hospital when she did. And uh, things worked out the way they did. God's good, ain't he? Amen. So thank the Lord for that. So anyone else got a request on their heart? Amen. Let's pray for Sister Elizabeth this morning. Anyone else? I just want to pray for 
praise the Lord for what he's done with Ellen. I went and saw her yesterday, and that woman, she's ready to go home, and she's had a triple bypass and everything, and she's sitting up in that chair, and she's already walking. She is I'm ready to go, and she, she is such an amazing person. She is really healed fast, and I know God is Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Man, let's all, I know we all got requests by uplifting our hand. Let's all stand, go to the Lord in prayer today. Ask God's blessings upon the service. How many's glad they're saved this morning? Amen. Amen. How many's glad they're in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. Amen. So, you know what? Let's just worship the good Lord today in spirit and in truth. Uh, as we bow our heads, Brother Ed, lead us to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, it's so good to know you this morning. It's so good to feel your presence, Lord, in the house of the Lord today. It's so good to be here, Lord. I want to say just thank you, Lord, for allowing me and all the others uh, uh, to assemble ourselves together in the house of the Lord today. Uh, I thank you for those that are sitting in the parking lot. I thank you for those that are uh, listening by Facebook Live. Uh, I thank you for those that's going to listen later today, God. I just pray, Lord, uh, uh, that you just touch hearts and lives today. And I know, Lord, we got a part of our church this morning. Uh, Oh, Lord, they're grieving today because they lost a loved one. And I do ask you for Lisa and her family. Uh, oh, Lord, as her dad's gone on to the other side, I just ask you, Lord, today, give comfort. Uh, oh, Lord, give help and give strength unto the family today. Uh, thank you for how you've been with Sister Shirley, Lord, this week. Continue to touch her. Uh, I continue to strengthen her today, Father. And I pray for Brother Everett. Uh, I pray for Sister Marie, God, as you touch their bodies. Uh, oh, Lord, the way that they need to be touched this day, Father. Uh, oh, Lord, because we know everything's in your hands. I thank you for bringing Sister Teresa home. Uh, I pray, Lord, just continue to heal her body today. Uh, and I pray for Sister Kid, continue to touch her and heal her. Uh, uh, whether she's still in the hospital or whether she's home today, I pray, Lord, just touch her, uh, uh, Lord, in a very, very special way today. Uh, and I just ask you, Lord, for all the other requests today, many shut-ins. Uh, uh, Lord, many, Lord, facing surgeries, many facing difficulties in life. Uh, uh, but I'm so thankful, Lord, for having how Brother Ed got good news about his leg. And I pray, Lord, for others today. Sister Elizabeth, Lord, touch her body and make her whole. And I pray for those that have gotten slack concerning you and have let other things interfere their relationship. Uh, with Jesus Christ today. Uh, I pray, Lord, stir their hearts and their minds this morning. Uh, and Lord, let them know how good it was to be in the right fellowship with you. Uh, and I pray, Lord, they would realize there's nothing in this world, uh, uh, Lord, Lord, going to, Lord, that we got to give up on Jesus. Uh, and Lord, we got to get away from our right fellowship with the Lord. Uh, and we just ask you, Lord, right now, I want to say thank you for allowing us all to be here uh, in the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, now, I ask you for our singers. I pray, Lord, Lord, anoint them and bless them as they sing. Uh, I pray for the reading and the preaching of thy precious word. Uh, I pray, God, if there's going to be anything done here today, it's going to be done because of you. Uh, and I just ask you, Lord, just to touch our bodies, our minds, our souls, our spirits. Uh, and Lord, just help us, Lord, to magnify and glorify, uh, and Lord, your wonderful and precious name today. Uh, and we ask you for the offerings that's going to be received today. Take them and use them uh, uh, for the upbuilding of thy kingdom. Bless those that have to give and those that have not and we'll give you the praise and the glory and the honor for it all for it's in Jesus precious and wonderful name we do humbly pray amen and amen ask you to uh, ask her, uh, usher, usher to come this morning ask sister Maddie she'll come and start her singing for us this morning pray for her as she comes and sings for us today and let's just worship the Lord uh, you know what uh, is uh, you know if you're happy to, uh, happy and you know it let, let's be glad amen because God 
is good to us today. So pray for us. She sings this morning. Bless her, Lord. Bless her, Lord. We pray for blessings. We pray for peace, comfort for family, protection while we sleep, and we pray for healing, for prosperity, Yes. and we pray for your mighty hand to ease our suffering. And all the while you hear each spoken need, yet love us way too much to give us lesser things. Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? And what if the thousand sleepless nights are one? mercies in disguise. And we pray for wisdom, your voice to hear. And we cry in anger when we cannot feel you near. And we doubt your goodness
All right, but you know what? God's good and he understands and we're making joyful noises unto him today. So Peace in the valley. this morning, will you? Amen. He's the lily of the valley. Amen. He's right there for us, and I'm thankful for that. Pray for the sister she sings. Bless her, Lord. 
wants to share the burdens you bear. Whisper peace when your world gets shattered. If it's your greatest joy or your deepest pain or your really needing an answer, if it matters to you, it matters to the master. matter to me and it can matter to everyone else but the only one that really can help this morning is the master and I'm thankful that it matters to him do letters red letters Shouting, crucified, could have come from these lips of mine. The dirty shame is killing me. It would take a miracle to wash me clean. Then I
shake There's a wall started falling And I became a free man that day Like lightning hit my veins, my dear Lord began to beat. Earth of God filled my lungs, and the Holy Ghost awakened me. Yeah, the Holy Ghost awakened me when I read the Word. Try, but 
Psalm chapter 51. We desire your prayers this morning that God would just use us for his glory and for his honor today. <clears throat> One verse of scripture, verse number 12, by the help of the Lord this morning. Listen closely to what the Lord has to say to us through the psalmist of Psalms chapter 51 this morning. This is a Psalms of David. 
And we know after he had, had gone into Bathsheba and uh, had committed the things that he had done and all, and then he asked in verse number 12, he said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Let's read that once again. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold, uphold me with uh, thy free spirit. Let us pray. Father, we love you this morning and we thank you, Lord, for the reading of thy precious word. Uh, uh, we thank you, Lord, today for the privilege and opportunity, Lord, once again, that we have to stand uh, and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ today, Lord. But I realize I'm nothing. I realize I can do nothing without you uh, uh, within myself. If there's going to be anything said, anything done, it's going to be because of you. Uh, and I ask you, Lord, right now, give me a physical touch. Give me a spiritual touch. Uh, uh, Lord, just give me clarity of mind, clarity of speech. And Lord, just help me to bring forth uh, this morning that which you've laid upon our heart. And that which you're going to bring to our hearts and minds as we preach this morning. And we ask you, Lord, to go out, Lord, and use it. Lord, let your spirit draw them that when it touches their heart, Lord, they'll see a need for what they'll see a need and they'll need to maybe be restored today and some things within their life today. We ask you, Lord, right now, Lord, for thy glory and thy honor to move upon us and preach through us a little while and accomplish that which you've set forth to accomplish this day uh, in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus Christ. We all do pray, uh, and all of God's children says, Amen and amen. You may be seated. May God add His blessings uh, unto the reading of His precious Word today. I'd like to uh, uh, preach upon this this morning. Where uh, is your joy this morning? Where is the joy this morning? Uh, uh, you think about that this morning, have the, have the cares of life. And a lot of times, uh, uh, the cares of life will get us down. There's many things that happen in life. Uh, if we're not very careful, we all got to realize we're human. Uh, and in order to get through the cares of life, we got to have some supernatural uh, uh, help and that help cometh uh, uh, from the Lord this morning and many times when the cares of life and the chaos uh, of this world that we're living in comes our way what we do we begin to forget uh, about our source of power where our joy comes from uh, and we begin to sink and we begin to get into trouble uh, and we begin to lose our joy of our salvation we begin to lose our joy of uh, of many things that are happening within life. But you know what? We can pray uh, with the psalmist this morning, restore unto me the joy uh, of thy salvation this morning. Uh, what we got to have, the, what we got to be happy about, uh, what we got to be joyful about this morning. Uh, first of all, you think about this joy of uh, pardon from sin this morning. I have been pardoned. You know what that means? It means when you pardon, that don't mean that you're not guilty. Uh, that just means somebody, the governor or somebody, has signed your pardon and you're just like you never did anything. There's been a lot of murderers. There's been a lot of people that's done bad things that the presidents have pardoned, the governors have pardoned, and many things like that this morning. But I'm glad there's a man named Jesus. He signed my pardon today. That's enough to give us joy. Unspeakable and full of glory this morning. And when we just think about we're saved and we're born again and we're on our way to heaven. I once was on my way to hell, but thanks be to God today. I don't have to go to hell. Why? Because a man named
name Jesus. He signed my pardon today, and I'm thankful for that today. You think about this, all the Bible says in Luke chapter 15, verse 10, it says there is joy in the presence of the angel of God over one sinner of that repentance this morning. I'm so glad this morning there's joy in the presence of of the angels. It ain't the angels celebrating. The joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Think about that. Over one sinner. What is this? Forgiveness. What does forgiveness do? It brings freedom uh, uh, from the bondage of sin, from guilt, and from the uh, from uh, a fear of the judgment. Uh, but we are. Uh, but where is the joy of, of pardon this morning? Uh, I think about that this morning. We should be dead and in hell, uh, uh, just like somebody's been pardoned. They've been. They might be on probation. Uh, uh, they might before that. They might have been in prison. Uh, uh, but they've got something hanging over them that is hurting their testimony, hurting their lives and hurting their place in the community. But all of a sudden, that is sign. That's the way it is with us. You know what? We was once bound for a devil's hell. We was once lost. And we all deserve to go there. But thanks be to God, He came our way. And He signed our pardon. That ought to give us enough joy to shout from now to the time Jesus comes back and beyond that. Because if we got what we deserve, we'd all be dead and in hell. But where's the joy, the pardon? When we come to God's house, we ought to be, uh, we ought to have joy. Think about this. Uh, now, happiness comes. You think uh, there's a difference between happiness uh, and joy this morning. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, happiness, you know what? That comes when things happen uh, in our lives. But joy, can we can have joy uh, even when the cares of this life have us down. Uh, and when the problems of this life have us down, uh, uh, we can still have joy. Why? Because uh, we've been pardoned. I said earlier, have you, are you glad you're saved? And it's about as loud as what he just did. Boy, God knows what he's doing, don't he? And I said, are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? And it was about the same. When we, when we realize the joy of the Lord, what we need to do is we need to have our joy restored uh, uh, that when we come to God's house, you know what? We're not worried about this and we're not worried about that. Uh, uh, we come into the refuge of God. We're getting under the shelter of God uh, and we're going to have fellowship with God and we're going to sing and shout and praise God. Uh, uh, why? Because uh, uh, we can have joy because we've been pardoned. You know that? Resentment and guilt, real or fake, you know what? Neglect of God's word, overwork causes a, a lack of joy. You know that? And I have to say, oh me, sometime about this. When I, when I was studying this morning, and I come across because I, I, I tried to study yesterday and I tried to study this week and I really couldn't get nothing. Uh, and the Lord woke me up early this morning and I went down to my study and I began, uh, and he began to, uh, he began to lay this up on my heart and he began to tell me uh, about what I needed to preach this morning and I began to think about that. Uh, uh, you know what? Neglect God's word, overwork, cause of life, cause of lack of joy. Uh, uh, when we lay these humble, uh, when we lay these humbly before the Lord and pray, Pray, uh, uh, restore unto me the joy of our salvation. Uh, uh, you know what? We got to have rest. We can't overwork ourselves. We can't overextend uh, ourselves because I promise you, uh, when we do, it don't bring us joy. It brings us down. But many times we overextend ourselves. Oh me, I have to say oh me. Well, there's times that if I don't, 
I believe sometimes that's why when I get sick, I really get sick because God's got to have to put me down because I try to keep going. But you know what? When we get tired in body, when we get over, over worried with the cares of this world, you know what happens is we lose our joy. We're not as happy as we should be. We're not as joyful as we should be. We begin to mumber and we begin to complain and, and the devil just sees that and the devil just begins to fill us up and say, well, uh, you do this, they don't, you know, you, you know, just all these excuses and all these things and uh, if we're not careful, it just keeps bringing us down and what that does, it just overweights us uh, and when you overweight it, you can't have joy, you're going to be under strain uh, and it's not going to be no good, but what we got to do is we got to lay these things humbly before the Lord and pray, uh, uh, restoring to me the joy of thy salvation. It ought to be a joy to come to God's house. It ought to be a joy to serve God. It ought to be a joy to sing. It ought to be a joy to teach. It ought to be a joy to preach. Whatever we do, it ought to be a joy for the Lord. You know that? The Bible says in 1 Peter 1.8, Whom having not seen you love, in whom thou now you see him not, you believe in, yet believing you rejoice with joy unspeakable, and full of glory. Let's read that again. First Peter 1 8. Whom having not seen. I've never saw him. You've never saw him. But yet you love. In whom though now you see him not. Yet believing. You rejoice with joy unspeakable. And full of glory. A faith in Christ makes one a new creature. And instills in him or her. A personal and living confidence. As, a strong, as strong as the faith of those who have seen him. And known him personally. You know what? We can have just a strong faith in God. and Even though we've not saw him. You know what? Because you know what ha what happens when we become Christians? We become new creatures. How many is glad they're not what they used to be? You know, every one of us sort of raised their hand. I'm glad not, I'm not what I used to be. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying we don't make mistakes. But you know what? When you begin to get burdened down and you, and you begin to lose your joy, you just think back to the day before you got saved, the condition you was in, the place you was in. You was in miserably, misery. You were searching for something. You were searching through many different things. And all of a sudden, Jesus passed by your way. He signed your pardon. You became a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things were passed away. And behold, all things become new. That makes you happy and joyful. Because you know what? Faith produces joy. You know that? Faith produces joy. And also Romans 5, 5 says, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, uh, uh, which is given unto us this morning. You think about that. Uh, uh, you know what? So you, we can have joy. Uh, uh, what, where is the joy this morning? Uh, uh, the joy of where he signed, where we've been pardoned this morning. Uh, uh, the joy of the purity, uh, uh, purity in the Spirit. The Bible says in Acts chapter 13, verse 52, uh, And the disciples was filled with joy, and the Holy Spirit Ghost. Think about this. Right before this, this was the last verse of chapter number 13. And you know what? Even in the midst of persecution, the disciples had joy. Why? Go back to verse 50 and 51 of Acts 13. But the Jews stirring up the devout and honorable women 
and the chief men of the city and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coast. But they shook off their dust off of their feet against them and came into, into Icernia. I think about the action that they'd done by shaking their feet was they were, they, they were, that the land was cursed because of their opposition to God. And you know what? We don't, we, we dare not permit it to cleave unto our feet. We shake it off as the testimony against you. That's what Paul and Silas, uh, Paul and Barnabas did. Uh, you know what? What did they do? The Bible says, and the disciples were filled with joy. Somebody come against us. What do we feel filled with to start with? Anger. Ill will. Want to get back a lot of time. But the disciples been filled of the Holy Ghost. They can have joy even in the midst of persecution. You know what that tells me, church? We can have joy even in the midst of persecution. We, in our lifetime, we have never seen the church attacked like it has been attacked the last year. And like it's been attacked right now. And you know what? In a lot of ways, the devil has won in a lot of ways because a lot of people have given in to the tactics of what the world and the devil has brought against us. But I'm glad you know what? Those of us that want to stand there, Jesus is never going to go away. Are they going to try to get rid of him? They're going to try to destroy him, but they've been trying to do that since day one. But you know what? They'll never be able to stamp him out. And as long as we stay close to God and where we need to be with God, they will never stand us out neither it may go down but you know what the Bible says in the last days they shall be a great falling away not only a people falling away from God but churches falling away from the true doctrine of God one of the biggest organizations of Christian denominations in the world you know what they're not right and I'm not going to name them because I didn't got no sense of what I'm saying is God is God, and there's no other. The purity, Christians, joy depends upon, you know, if you want to have joy, you got to be totally surrendered to God. You know what's wrong with today's church world? We try to be surrendered to God. We use surrender, but we don't do the totally surrender to God. You know, no holding on to a re re reserve of certain favorite possessions, of, of certain pursuits. Well, I, I want to do for God, and I want to give Him my all, but I, I've got to. I want to really do this also. No, we got to be totally committed to God uh, in order to have that purity uh, and to have the joy that we need for God today. That's what we got to have: complete surrender to God. What does that do? It releases us from worry. You know the number one sin I believe we have as Christians worry. So that's the sin for you. That's the sin. It's the sin to worry. And I'll be the first one to say, oh me. Because we all worry. We all we may hide it away, and you know what? But uh, you know, I was thinking about when Caleb was born, uh, and uh, after Caleb was born, we signed the papers. We had to wait seven days. The, the mother and the father at birth that uh, they could change their mind for seven days. Uh, they could change it. And take him away from us. Man, I thought I was doing pretty good. Didn't feel no stress, really. Felt good. But you know what? Until the day that I heard 
that man called the clerk of court and say, or the, 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 when, no, when the time run out, it had a time. When that time run out, that seventh day, there was like a load lifted off of me. I didn't even realize I had. Because we worry sometime and we don't even realize it. We may not speak it, but you know what? What we got to do is, you know what? Realize God holds the future. God holds the future. I'm preaching to me just as much as I'm preaching to you. If, if, you, ain't getting, if you ain't getting whooped right now, I'm getting it all for us. Amen. I'm, the Lord's just really pounding on me. But you know what? We just need to, he holds us. The responsibility of our lives belong to him. Uh, uh, we walk his path. And let, as it says, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, uh, what does a shepherd do? A shepherd leads you to where you need to go. Uh, and sometimes you've got to go through rocky paths uh, and climb some rocky places to get to the green pastures. Uh, but just remember the the shepherd always gets his sheep to where they're going. So God's going to get us to where we're going. We just got to hold on to him and realize he's responsible for our lives. And they belong to him. And through total commitment, the Holy Spirit fills us with God's love. Loving God and others restores us to joy of salvation. Acts 15, 9 says, And put no difference between us and them purifying their hearts by faith. You know what? Total commitment. When we, through the total commitment of the Holy Spirit, fills us with God's love. And you know what? When God's love is instilled in us, you know what? We're going to love people that don't love us. When we got God's love, people that do us wrong, we're going to love them. It may be hard, but you know what? Through God, He can fill us up. Through His Spirit, He can help us to love those. You know what? It's easy to hate and it's easy to do that. But God can, the God of love can help us. I said, what we need to do? Where is the joy this morning? Have you got love for your fellow man? We got things going on right now in our world. What they trying to do is they trying to divide us. They trying to get us to hate one another. No matter what color you are, no matter what nationality you are, you are God's person. You are God created by God and we are to love everybody this morning. But what happens? I'll be truthful. If you ain't careful when you see a certain person, the color of their skin, you'll begin to think about what they've been trying to get us to do. Amen? Be honest. But what we got to say is, hey, that's a person. That's a soul. That's God's child. And you know what? If we got God in us, we can love anybody. It don't matter if they wear the same type of clothes we are, if they're beggars. It don't matter if they're richer than we are. It don't matter where they're at. We just realize that, uh, you know what? We all have a soul. And you know what? We're losing our joy because we got all this chaos uh, and all these things are happening. What we need to realize is we need God's Spirit. Uh, and when we begin to have these things happen, say, God, uh, it's all in your hands. You give me the love. You give me the peace. Uh, and you give me what I need to go on that I may be what you would have me to be today be joyful not only that this morning but peace of soul the joy where's the joy for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost that's what Romans 14 17 says today's today's world is seeking for peace you know that trying to uh, uh, obtain with security and power and possessions and pleasures. 
People think the more they have, the the better they're going to have it. Be truthful with you, the more you have, the more responsibility you have, the more things that can be taken from you, and the more things that can happen to you, but that's not the way to seek it. Uh, uh, You know what? The peace of the soul is, uh, uh, you know what? I don't have peace. You know when I had the most peace in my life uh, is when I've had, I ain't had a dime in my pocket. I didn't know how I was going to do this. I didn't know how I was going to do that, Uh, uh, but I had peace of God to know uh, no matter what come my way, He was going to take care of it. I can tell you I never went hungry. You can look at me and tell me I ain't went hungry. I've never not had shoes to put on my feet. I've never not had clothes to put on my back. I've never not had a place to take a shower and to clean up and to lay my, I've never had a roof not over my head. It may not have been my roof, but I had a roof. God made a way. And you know what I'm saying is this morning, you know what? But I had contentment. I had peace. I had joy. When I left my first church, uh, I went from I went from a package uh, uh, similar to what I have now, and I went back to making $8 an hour with no benefits. And I had a $400 truck payment. And you know what? I thought I was going to have to sell my truck. I thought I was going to have to do this. I thought I was going to have to do that. But you know what? I didn't have to sell nothing. When I moved here to pastor, I still had the truck. Why? Because God gave me peace of soul. You do what God wants you to do, and you know what? He will lead you. And if he leads you and he guides you, he's going to take care of you. And you're going to have peace. And you know what? We're going to be, many people's trying to obtain it by many, many different ways. Uh, uh, but you know what? We just uh, have peace of soul this morning. A uh, uh, human's endeavors can never be, satisfac- uh, be satisfactory uh, uh, to, to the longing soul. Psycholo- uh, uh, psychologists say that making that man's basic needs are the need to belong and the need for reasonable security. That's the needs. The needs to belong. You know what's so good? We may not fit in with this world, but we belong to God. Ain't that enough to shout about right there? We belong to God. And I'm thankful for that. And the need for reasonable security. Uh, uh, Christians belong to the King of Kings uh, who supplies our needs and promises eternal life. Uh, uh, We enjoy, we rejoice because in Christ we have peace of mind and soul. Uh, uh, Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God which passes all understanding uh, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Uh, uh, So where's the joy at? Where do we get it from? We get it from the Lord. Uh, How do we get peace of heart, peace of soul, uh, uh, peace of peace? And all these things just becomes from God this morning. And the last one this morning, I believe it is, the power for service. Psalms 102 says, serve the Lord with gladness. Oh me, come before his presence with singing. Oh me, many times we serve the Lord. Hell, I got to go. I got to get up and do this for the Lord today. No, you don't got to do nothing. You know that? The rocks can do it for you. But you know what? We shouldn't, I know we get tired and I know we get weary and I know things happen, but we ought to serve the Lord with gladness. Power, he gives us the power to serve. And when the when Christians neglect 
make excuses, or flatly refuse to participate in performing God's work, where's the joy? Where's the joy of your salvation? Where's the joy? Many people just said, I'm not going to do it. You know what? When it come, when God began to deal with me to preach, I remember I was sitting in the Hot Creek Free Will Baptist Church in Waynesville, North Carolina, in a revival meeting. Y'all have heard this if you've been with me any length of time. And the pastor, the, the preacher that was preaching, uh, Jerry Osmond, I believe was his name, and his son was standing at the piano, which was on this side of the church. And I was sitting about where Sister Lori is sitting right now in the church. And he stood up, and he was standing there, and he said, God has called me to preach. And as soon as he said that, the Lord spoke to me, and he said, you're next. Just as clear. It wasn't an audible voice, but that's what come to me. You're next. And you know what I've done? I said, no, I'm not. Exactly. Talking to myself there, no. And I began... I was 14, and I began to run. Kind of went back, slipped by, didn't want to preach. But you know what? God's got ways of putting you in places. He had to get me a long way from home, but I went from, we was lived in Clover. We went all the way to Ernestville, Tennessee, to the, uh, the association meeting. Uh, all the preachers there, and my dad was going to take my mother back across the mountain that night uh, so she could uh, spend some time with her mother uh, we would go there, and you know what? And he was going to come back on Saturday uh, to get us. I stayed. Uh, I spent the night with the man, the young man that announced his calling. That time before, God puts together. And the re only reason I stayed is I had a girlfriend. Her name was Cindy. And you know what? That's the only reason I stayed back was to spend time with her. But God had another plan. I sat right, right there on the second pew in this church, Old Mountain Church, sitting there, and God, the Holy Ghost was just moving, and, and I came to the altar on this side of the altar, and I asked God to forgive me of my sins and to put me back where I needed to be with Him. I stood up from there. I walked back to my seat, and as soon as I sat down in my seat, God says, now you know what I want you to do. And you know how we are. I got up and I said, y'all, I want y'all to pray for me about something. I said, Lord, want me to do something. And I want y'all just pray for me. I knew what he wanted me to do, but you know how we do. And I sat there and I got in. And all I remember as I was praying, as I began to get up, there's a lady I never, never laid eyes on the lady for knowing who she was that, that started shouting. Somebody in the back of the church began to shout. It was a lady. And when my feet, when my knees come off the floor, I said, God's called me to preach. I didn't want to. You know what? And I've made mistakes, and I've often tripped. I've, I've drifted for eight years, and I knew I was a preacher, and, I, and all these things. I'm not proud of it, but you know what? God power, gives us power for service. And, and you know what? So, you know, and what I'm trying to say is I, I did it and all that, but I didn't do it for, I didn't have the joy for why I did it. This was, not, uh, this was August the 19th, 1983. And it wasn't until January the 1st of 1992 
that I fully surrendered to God's service. Eight years or longer, but it was then. And when I did that, that's when God began to use me. By November of that same year, I was pastoring a church at 24 years old. Think about these things. These things happen. God knows. And, but you know what? When we perform, a lot of times we refuse, we neglect. Christians are in, endured with the Holy Ghost, with power for service. Uh, in doing God's work, we receive the joy of the Lord. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you, but you shall receive power after, after, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Uh, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. To know the Lord, to have assurance of our salvation, to claim his love and his promises, to serve him, and to reflect his love to others. This is the whole, this is where the joy of salvation is found. To know the Lord and to have assurance. Nobody has to tell, you know what? Nobody had to tell me that I was saved when I got saved. I knew it. There was a change. Instantaneously, there was a change made in my life. And I knew. And you know what? To claim his love and his promises and to serve. Standing on the promises of God. Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God as we stand. Where is your joy? Think about that. Where is your joy? Sister Angel, I don't know what you're going to sing, but I feel like you need to sing this morning the invitation, if you will. But you think about this. We wonder why we can't get our loved ones. We wonder why we can't get others. But you know what? They got to see something different in our lives than the world. They got to see that joy. Even in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of stress, you know, stressful. And man, this has been a very stressful year on everybody. It ain't just been it ain't just been one person. This has been very stressful. If it ain't been financially, it's been been cooped up. Just everybody's had something this year, in the past year, that's really chaos and really. And if we're not careful, it will sap our joy. You know what, and you know, the way it ought to be when we come back into God's house, we ought to be the happiest that we've ever been. Say, man, it's so good just to be back in the Lord's house. I'm not going to ask no hands to be raised. I'm going to ask, I'm going to pray and she's going to sing. And if you need to pray and ask God, if God's dealt with your heart, if you're in house, come to the altar. If you'd love to, like to, if you're in your car, bow your head in your car. If you're at your home, wherever you're at, you bow your head. So, you know what? You know where your joy's at and why you don't have the joy you once had. Things has got in your way. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your help. We thank you for your strength today. Lord, we pray that you've taken this message, and I know you've spoke to hearts. And I pray as the invitational song is fixing to be, if we would be all be honest, you spoke to all of us in one way or the other. I pray, Lord, though, they would search their hearts and their lives and whatever they need today, they would bring it to Jesus. And pray that prayer that David prayed, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Think about that.
Pray the simple prayer that David prayed. Restore unto me the joy. Restore means you had it. And you've lost it. And you need it back. To restore something to its originality. You take an old car and you restore it. And you know what? Jesus is the only one that can restore you the way you need to be restored as she sings. As he speaks in that still small voice. As he calls. Just come to Jesus.
I've enjoyed uh, what the Lord has shared with us today through song, through the word. And I just pray we would take it to our hearts and let him, you know, what, examine ourselves. I mean, that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, what if we don't have the joy when we want? We ought, our joy ought to be greater now than it's ever. But the more we learn about God, the more joy we ought to have because he's so good to us. He blesses us in so many ways. And I wonder if anyone else has anything on their heart or mind this morning. All hearts and minds clear? Yes. Amen. So how many's glad to come to God's house today? Amen. Amen. How many's glad they're saved? Amen. Amen. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad I'm pardoned. Amen. I, I deserved it, uh, but you know, I didn't deserve the pardon. I deserved what I had coming. But I'm glad God made a way that I didn't have to this morning. Let's pray for these. I'll be letting you know more about Sister uh, Lisa's dad's uh, service uh, in the next few days about what we're going to do and things of that nature. So uh, please, we'll put, it on the, we'll put it on the website, plus we'll put it on the calling post to let people know. But do pray for them. Him and, uh, him and uh, his, or Lisa's mom had been married 63 years. And uh, so you know it's going to be awful hard on her. And so just, just remember, remember them as we pray today. Go ahead, sis. Yes. But honestly, God, when you come to the church stories, so not going to be that. It's just that's my place. Yeah. I feel strong here. And yeah. I feel God so much. And it feels horrible when you're not here. Yes. And when you come into this church, I mean, we are so blessed. That's right. I mean, it's mostly people are in the high just to be able to worship. God. Yeah. And we're supposed to worship Him. Yes. That's right. That's what we're here for. And if you're praying yes. for that's right. Yeah. To know that I, you know we're here with the Father and we're, we're there with Him all too. Yeah. Wrong, His, His house. You know, yeah. People, yeah. A, a that, if you really Yes. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Yeah. Yeah, Brother Everett's not doing well well far as his heart. And also uh let's let's go to prayer. Let's pray for not only him but all of those of our church that are sick and you know and our faith got death. Because you know what? We're a family. And uh, we ought to treat everybody the same way. And uh, no matter what, uh, whether we're close to them or not, if they have trouble, we need to pray for them. And we need to, we need to be there for them. Every chance, I know it's been a very unusual year, but we ought to do everything we can because it may be you next week. It may be me. We never know when it's going to cross our path. And you know what? Think about how you feel if you was a part of something. And when things happen... You heard nothing from nobody. That's supposed to be your family. What would happen? You'd get you'd get upset. So you know what? Let's try not to do that. Let's try to think about it. You know, we hear these. We we we. I give prayer requests every week, every service of all those that's really bad. 
And you know what? We just need to do our part to help them as best we can. So let's go to prayer. Heavenly Father, we do come to you on behalf of all of our sick of our church this morning. God, Brother Everett, and I pray for those that's recovering from stents and from open heart surgeries. Uh, Lord, and other surgeries today. And I pray, Lord, for... Lord, the size more family, God be with them as this is, uh, uh, Lord, death has entered into their home, took a loved one away, uh, uh, Lord, to a better place. But, Lord, it's still going to hurt. It's still going to be grieving today. Uh, and I just pray, Lord, just help us all to be what you'd have us to be. Uh, and, Lord, I know, Lord, that you're able to touch and you're able to mend and you're able to make whole today. Uh, we ask you these things and all things and be with us this morning uh, as we go our way. Bring us back to the next appointed hour of uh, and we'll give you the praise and the glory and honor for it all. For it's in Jesus' wonderful name we all do pray. And God and God's children says, Amen and Amen. Let me get to the door.